Hello and welcome to Eccentric Earth, the podcast where I, your host Amy Walker, delves into stories from across history with a guest who has no idea what the topic's going to be. This week, I'm joined by Han. Hello. Hi, thanks for coming back again, Han. Thanks for having me. Um, last time was an absolute blast, so I'm glad to be back. Okay, are you ready for your story? Okay, I'm ready. Hey, it's Hansi from The Squeak Project. And we're having our first SqueakCon on Saturday, December 1st at the Lyric Hall in New Haven, Connecticut. We're going to be celebrating women and fandom with performances by Tea Time for Mad Girls, Cat Smith, a film festival, cosplay guests, vendors, and then we're wrapping up the evening with a meetup and nerd karaoke at the bar. Get your tickets at filmfreeway.com forward slash SqueakCon. The British satellite television channel Galaxy, which focused on family entertainment and children's programmes, existed between March and December 1990. That's not very long. (laughs) No, it is not long at all. No, that went under very quickly. I wonder... Hmm. Hmm. Don't worry, you find out what happens to him. Yeah, I was going to say, that might be the focus of this episode. No. Okay. It's not. Um, It's a show they did. Okay. So, despite having a number of BBC programmes on their channel, including Dad's Army and Doctor Who, Galaxy needed to make original content of their own. British comedy writer Jeff Atkinson, who had previously worked on Spitting Image, as well as having written for Cannon and Ball, Alistair McGowan and Lenny Henry, was approached to write a sitcom. That seems like a more adult-oriented writer than a family-oriented oriented writer. Yeah, it's it's an unusual pick. And yeah. He, he's got an unusual show for them because he created Heil Honey, I'm Home. No, oh, sorry. Are we by any chance spelling like H-E-I-L? Yes. Okay. Designed to spoof elements of the mid-20th century American sitcoms, the series centred on the personal lives of Adolf Hitler and Ava Braun. Oh no! Now this time, <laughs> now this time, oh, you see, on a on a sort of like, you know, I dig meta, I dig like that's that sort of stuff, and I feel like in this day and age, there could be a way that that could be funny, but not on a family oriented no. network in nineteen ninety. <laughs> Set in nineteen thirty-seven, Adolf and Ava lived in Berlin, next door to a Jewish couple. Oh, no, that was a misstep. (laughs) Arnie and Rosa Goldenstein. Okay. Hitler and Braun have little in common with their historical counterparts, acting more like a stock sitcom husband and wife. Hitler, for example, appears in a golfing sweater and cravat, as well as military garb. Uh, Okay. (laughs) 
that doesn't seem like that does i mean when if you said something to me like oh um this is this is this is nothing like what this person actually is i wouldn't what i wouldn't then expect your first response to be oh because he wears cardigans and this person never wore cardigans i'd be like well <laughs> um that's you know that's not I mean, the fact that Hitler never wore a cardigan isn't the most salient feature that most people know about him. <laughs> I've um, I've sent you a picture of the Heil Honey I'm Home Hitler in his cardigan top as well. Oh, okay. So he looks like a cross between uh, Adolf Hitler and Basil Fawlty. Yeah. <laughs> the Goldsteins are similarly hackneyed characters. The show is a spoof not of the Third Reich, but of the sort of sitcoms produced in the United States between 1950 and 1970. Okay, which is, which is, you know, that's legitimate, but you, but you didn't have to choose Adolf yeah. Hitler. And you didn't have to put him next door to a Jewish couple. I mean, the amount of, because this is, the th this is the thing that gets me, is that Jeff Atkinson had this idea, okay, he wrote it, and then at no point did any of the people who were involved in saying yes to the show or involved in creating the show when, can we just step back for like 20 <laughs> seconds on this? Yeah, it's, it's astounding. It got to the stage where it got on television. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There is, there, you know, it got on television. There are, there are screen caps. Of this, it might even be on YouTube. Have you looked? Um, it the, the pilot episode is up. Okay, I might splice a bit into the episode audio. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. Hi, honey. Hello, I'm home. Hi, honey. Smile, honey. Because I'm home. Gee, it's great to be Top Gun, but it's nothing like the fun that I get when I say Heil Honey, I am home. Heil Honey, smile honey, gee, it's great to be back. Heil Honey, I'm home. Tonight you were making schnitzel. What a joke. You must be real mad at me, honey. I'm a very, very bad Hitler. <laughs> Come here, baby. Don't touch me. You've been late for your dinner every night this week. Ava, babe, please. I'm the Fuhrer. <laughs> I'm a busy man. I can't just walk off the job at five o'clock. On Monday, you had to meet with Goebbels. On Tuesday, von Ribbentrop. On Wednesday, Klaus Katzenjammer. Who's Klaus Katzenjammer? He's my tailor. You should see the tucks, honey. You see, everyone's more important than Ava. Well, let me tell you something, Mr. Schickelgruber. You may be big stuff in Germany, but I knew you and you were just a house painter. Boy, this is going to be some night. Did you watch it? Um, I've seen little bits. Okay, yeah, it looks like the full uncut episode is on YouTube as well, so... Yeah, you can go and watch that if you want to spend 26 minutes of your life seeing a Hitler sitcom. <laughs> a sentence I never thought I'd say. Well, also, there's part of me that's like, I can't, because what if I like it? 
like a, not in like a, oh, I had, I had Adolf wrong all these years. <laughs> I meant from a comedic perspective. The plot and dialogue were deliberately vapid and corny, and the characters are applauded whenever they arrive on set. Patterned after shows such as I Love Lucy, the actors have New York accents. Which, why is this Hitler? <laughs> yeah. It, it, the more they're saying, it's like, why Hitler? <laughs> yeah, it's like, this, this, this would have been a perfectly fine sitcom. Would you like to hear the plot of the first episode? I would, I, would I? I don't have a choice, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> the first episode centres on the British Prime Minister, Neville Chamberlain, coming to the Hitler's house. Not wanting the Goldsteins, Goldensteins to interrupt the visit, Hitler instructs Braun to keep news from Rosa, which she fails to do. Rosa duly invites herself over with hopes of matching Chamberlain with her dull niece Ruth. Hitler gets the Goldensteins drunk in an attempt to get them to leave before Chamberlain arrives, but they stay. Arnie and Eva end up leading the visiting Prime Minister in a conga line around the living room while Hitler hides the Peace of Our Time Agreement in the freezer. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, so all throughout you saying this, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think like, Okay, how much of this is meant to be like metaphor and how much of this is just a ridiculous fucking plot? Like, <laughs> like, could you have this plot without all the baggage that is associated with it? And it's like, it's like, okay, so the fact that, mm, okay, would well, not, mm, oh, okay. Oh, and then, oh, the piece of our time, the piece in our time tree. Oh, no, okay, so this is Hitler then. Yeah, because there's even a bit where after they take it out of the freezer, the, the paper's slightly damaged and... They're trying to read it like the the peas of our time, you know, like the the writing on the frozen peas has gone onto the paper, and yeah, they they, they make it more Hitler centric. <laughs> oh, so so what what's to bet that 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 joke came first? <laughs> yeah, yeah. they had the punchline and had to work yeah. backwards, and then they worked backwards <laughs> and went, "Why don't we? Could, he could hide it." Chamberlain could bring it with him, right? And then he gets distracted because he's conga lining. No, stay with me. Stay with me. <laughs> and then Adolf, scab that he is, hides it. But where's he going to hide it? Where's a good place to hide it? Oh, the freezer. Of course, the freezer. Adolf, old chap. Do you think I could have a word with you in private? Oh, sure, yeah, sure, sure. Come on into the kitchen. Oh, thank you. So, where's it, buddy, huh? Well, I, I was just wondering if you could do me a favor. What is it? A girl? You want me to uh, no, fix you up? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's just that I feel, well, 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 we all feel, that you have been rather a naughty boy, all this Czechoslovakia nonsense, eh? Oh, come on, Neville, it was just having fun. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but I have got here a piece of paper. Uh, here we are, yes. A document... <clears throat> Peace in our time. Peace in our time. <laughs> yeah, you see, you see, this guarantees that you won't be a naughty boy again. <laughs> oh, so if I sign this, that guarantees I won't invade Europe. Well, well, well I mean, no need to sign it now. Oh, just think about it. You know, no point in spoiling the party. No, no, no rush, no rush. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure, sure, Neville. Say, yeah. Neville. What do you say to a small drink? Hello, small drink. <laughs> Kill me! <laughs> Peace in our time. 
Boy, you invade one little country. Everyone is on your back. Well, I ain't going to be saying this thing. Only the pilot was ever screened. Although 11 oh. episodes were planned and around eight were recorded. So they had so many complaints they pulled it after the first episode. That's what you'd think. No, oh, okay. Th- that's not exactly what happened. Okay. Um, and apparently, according to the, the writers and some of the episodes that were filmed, but you cannot find now, um, there was going to be a series overarching story involving Hitler's secretive attempts to kill the Goldensteins. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, and hilarity ensued. What? Light, fluffy family entertainment yeah. with a nod genocide. The pilot episode was shown at 9.30pm on a Sunday after an episode of Dad's Army. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to make that, that point when you started talking about this. was like, they have Dad's Army. <laughs> During the credits of Dad's Army, Galaxy's announcer said, And unless Arthur Lowe defeats him, the man himself in a few moments, in Hile Honey, I'm Home, as the Galaxy Comedy Weekend continues. So that's why they put them back to back. Yep. So this might not surprise you, but the programme proved controversial. (laughs) (laughs) The KKK Times had this to say, a tour de force of 10 out of 10. Hayim Pinner, Secretary General of the Board of Deputies of British Jews, described the pilot as in very bad taste. No shit. Yeah, yeah, it's like... It, it, very it, understatement okay. there. That, that, that's, yeah, that's the understatement of the century. He added, We are against any trivialization of the Second World War, Hitler or the Holocaust, and this certainly trivializes those things. It's very distasteful, and even offensive. You see, it's, it's that was that's back in the day when when offensive isn't the first word that everyone reaches for. Yeah, and this is pre-internet, pre-Twitter. So imagine if they had access to that then, how quick the mm-hmm. backlash would come back. Well, Although I think but, it would be worse nowadays. You know, now that Nazis are back. Oh. Um, <laughs> you know, this. I, I weirdly enough, I think this would be less accepted thirty years on. Yeah, I think I think everyone has I think anybody who would be who would be involved in putting something like that on would be like, no, there's an incredibly non-controversial way to 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 showcase this trope Mm. of of the mid 70s sitcom. Um, Why are you using that as your hook? Television historian Marianne Calabro described the show as perhaps the world's most tasteless situation comedy. However, some also pointed out the crassness was intentional and part of the parody, such as David Hawke's professor of English, who cites Heil Honey, I'm Home as a heavy-handed concept and argues that the show was a failure as a comedy because it's disastrously exceeded the limits of irony. So if it had just been... So basically he's saying, well, it's possible to do a good sitcom about Hitler. They I just think didn't. that's where he's coming from. Yeah. 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 I think he's saying it was a good show. They just took it a smidge too far. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> well, no, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was, it was a burning dumpster fire. But. <laughs> yeah. The, the dumpster fire the was dumpster? out of control. True. But if the sides of the dumpster were bigger, the fire yes. would stay in control. Ah. If the fire was put out, 
there might be money in the dumpster. <laughs> might be something really, 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 really valuable in the dumpster. So it might not surprise you that after the first episode aired, the filming of the series was cancelled immediately. But it will surprise you as why it was not because of the backlash. It's because it happened to coincide with Sky buying out Galaxy to get the television rights <laughs> the, and taking the over. Sorry, the channel rights, not the show's yeah, rights. The, the channel rights, because oh, okay. <laughs> this was when Sky was taking over satellite TV. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, this was when, when Sky was just gobbling up everything, yeah. Yep. Yeah, because they realised that the yeah that it was cheaper to do it that way than to actually buy the satellites themselves. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess Rupert Murdoch saved the world from Heil, honey, I'm home. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. Know that no. No. And also, it then begs the question: Would you rather have one series of Heil, honey, I'm home, or Rupert Murdoch? Oh, you you know the answer to that one. Oh yeah, I know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> the show is cited as one of the most controversial programs to have ever been screened in the UK and it is listed as number 61 on Channel 4's 100 Greatest TV Moments from Hell. <laughs> well, it's not a TV moment from hell. I mean, that implies... The that, inception that... of it is. <laughs> yeah, but that's the point. That implies that it was somehow, that everything somehow went wrong. No, this was made <laughs> and shown as intended. That's the scary thing. This was not a fuck up in, 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 in this was, yeah, this was a fuck up in the primary sense. Well, you see, Jeff Atkinson has something to say on that because he said the aim of the show was not to shock, but to examine the appeasement surrounding Hitler in 1938. He said that the satire of this appeasement did not translate as well as intended. Atkinson also stated that three quarters of the cast were Jewish and didn't have a problem with it. Which that's sounds like not. a bit of a douchey comment, really. Yeah, that's that's on the rounds of like, I can't be racist, I've got a black friend. Yeah, but luckily enough, I, I can't really see many credits for, for Atkinson after this show, so I think it pretty much ended his career. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, okay, yes, uh, there was appeasement of Adolf Hitler in 1938. He is, he is entirely correct in that, and yes to shed light and commentary on that is a good but to you can't satirize an event by you well okay no but then okay it's very it's you always, can satirize it but not in this way no 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 i was sorry yeah no yeah you can say yes you can obviously satirize that event and then i was i was going to say you satire is less to me um satire is less powerful when you are using the players who were originally involved in what you're satirizing mm. why i never really got on with with spitting image yeah it seemed very cheap to me so if you wanted to if you wanted to satirize that struggle and you wanted to satirize that appeasement then there is then the, then there is a way to do that but adding but using adolf hitler and the actual peace in our time and treaty <laughs> and neville chamberlain um and at the same time saying, well, I'm also parodying the whole sitcom trope from the 70s. It's like, it's like, well, what are you doing? Are you doing a satire or are you doing a parody? You know, it seems like you've made this fucking dumpster fire of, <laughs> of, of, of the thing and then just gone, oh, well, it was a satire parody type ahead of its time thing. Wow. I, it could have been the greatest sitcom we never had because we've only got the one episode to judge it on now. 
it could have been the Firefly of 1990. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so instead of instead of brown coats, it's just brown shirts. <laughs> oh, you win! You win! <laughs> They should have had me writing it. I'm clearly got a better comedy than these guys. <laughs> and I tell them to stop. <laughs> yeah, and I'd be like, no, no. <laughs> Squibbing them with the water bottle like a cat. Bad. Bad, yeah. Bad writer. Bad. Bad. <laughs> Step away from the pen. No. Stop it. Go to your room. So, yeah, that's Heil Honey, I'm Home, which is on YouTube. If you you or the listeners wanted to you can go and see this episode for how awful it is because wow it's an experience (laughs) what what is seen cannot be unseen listeners (laughs) well i was just i was just wondering because um we as as always we did have a little bit of an atter before we started recording yes and you said that there was one from the early 90s is that you that you thought i might possibly Possibly know know Yeah, this yeah. is this is the one. Because ah. I I don't know how big the uh, you know public furrow over this would be. Whether it was something, yes, it only aired the one week, but would people have been talking about it for that week? Like, did you see that stupid Hitler program? I can't believe they did that. You know, I didn't I didn't know how. I think well it's known probably it would have been. I mean, I think what's what's probably more of an obstacle is like 1990 satellite TV was still fairly new. Yeah. You know, very, very, I mean, you know, we, my family were well off and early adopt, you know, my dad was an early adopter of technology and we didn't have, we didn't have satellite TV until 93. Mm. Um, and partly that was because of the area, the area we lived in. So, so 1990 was probably very, very early on. So they wouldn't have been, you know, the viewer figures. Um, and also, you know, people went from four channels to 104 channels or, or, you know, 99 channels or however many there were. So that kind of spread spreads out the amount of people who are actually going to be watching it as well. Are you still there? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm just listening <laughs> <Sorry>. to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, because you, you went very quiet. Um yeah, so I so you know I think the 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 amount of people that that would have actually have had eyes on it mm. would have been a very small percentage of the of the population, um, and it might be one of those things because back then you would you would go and buy your TV guide for the week, um, and so it might have been something that would have been flagged up in the TV guide, and then um, I can't remember. The, the the Jewish organization that you um mm-hmm. that you talked about if they knew about it beforehand they would have had people watching it in order to be able to comment on it yeah that's um, true because uh, back in the day you know Mary Whitehouse and all her fanatics that's what they used to do they would mm-hmm. they would they would put alerts out telling people to watch things so they could then complain about them <laughs> mm. Mm. it's an interesting one it is <laughs> A little forgotten gem, and you, do, I, and you do, and you do wonder as well whether whether it, it is a sort of perfect storm of it being like, you know, depending on who was running Galaxy, they might not have had any experience making mm. things before, and just have gone like, we've got this name, we're just going to say yes to whatever he says because he's the professional kind of thing. Um, 
you know, again, it's, it, that's this conjecture, but um, I think that I think there was probably less. It, I think there was probably less chance of it getting made on a terrestrial channel. Oh God, yeah, I would the like BBC would never have was, done this. <laughs> well, um, not in 1990. Yeah, the BBC <laughs> now would. <laughs> Uh, and then there's me going, oh my, oh my goodness, wouldn't it be awesome if uh, it was discovered that he like he had shopped that script around, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, it was like behind the scenes going, I think Jeff Atkinson might be an anti-Semite. <laughs> <laughs> if he's still alive, that wasn't libel; it was a joke. It was satire. It was satire, Mister Atkinson. You should know all about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh cool i think i think that kind of covers how honey i'm home i yeah that was a, that was a great little story thank you yeah i'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it because <laughs> i found it fairly mind-blowing when i found out <laughs> so yeah if people want to find you online hand where can they do that if they, if you want to uh facebook is probably the best place for me i i i <laughs> I set up and then immediately abandoned a Twitter account this week. Um, <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> well, okay, no, not 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 for those reasons. Okay, I don't know. You can feel free to cut this out because this is a long, rambling, ridiculous story. But um, <laughs> so I I've had like about six or seven Twitter accounts in my in my time um, because I go on it for a bit and then I'm like, this is annoying, or I go on for a bit and they go, I don't like my username, or it gets hacked or whatever, and. There was a username that I wanted, and so so I went to sign up, and I thought it said, you know, choose your. I, I'm pretty convinced it said choose your username. So, I, and it was like, and you have this number of characters. So I put my username in, and it was like, yeah, nobody's got that username, and I was like, awesome, blah blah blah. blah. Set up my account, went on the thing, and it was like, oh, okay, so that's my username, but my Twitter handle, as in the at thing, is just ridiculous because you've cut off the second word <laughs> because i wanted the username chronically weird because i'm weird and i'm chronically ill and i got that username but apparently my twitter handle my twitter handle is chronically we <laughs> it's the second time hearing it and it's still not any less funny <laughs> <laughs> you should have gone with that chronically we is brilliant <laughs> I thought it was you. I I um I said that too. Yeah. I I wrote, I had I had phone conversations with about five people yesterday. So. <laughs> and you told them all about your chronic wheeze. Told them all about my chronic my chronic wheeze. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I wanted. Not happy. Gonna have to sign up again. Well, I'm blaming I'm blaming Twitter. It wasn't my fault. It should have yeah. warned me. Going to be my hands. That was going to be the actual ad. So yeah, Han's not on Twitter at the minute, but go follow her on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on Twitter at the moment. Might be, might be at some point if if I yeah maybe if I decide to embrace the Chronicle we. Well, if you like this episode, you can find Eccentric Earth online. Yeah. So my phone just made a weird noise. You can find Eccentric <laughs> Earth online. Uh, we are on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Eccentric Earth. And our Twitter and Instagram handles are eccentric underscore earth. We're on all major podcast providers and YouTube. So make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And please give us a like and rating. 
Well, thank you very much for joining us once again, Han. I'm sure we'll have you on again sometime soon. I'm sure too. Thanks for having me, Amy. No, anytime. Thank you for listening, everyone, and we will catch you next episode. Bye. Bye. How about that, babe? Huh? You're living with one slick fury here. <laughs> oh, Mr. Sausage. Oh, uh, hoochie coochie girl.